Like, what was there like a moment that you realized you're like, you know what? I knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> when did you know that you were going to marry me? <laughs> I got like, that so boy, much. Spencer, I'm in love with you, May. I don't know. When are you going to wipe me up? <laughs> I, th- I don't think there was like an exact moment. Just like, you know, like a point in time on like Tuesday, March 3rd or something. <laughs> but I just feel like over time I was like, we make a good team. Oh, yeah. I feel like we should hang out forever. <laughs> Make it legitimate. Uh, I'm about to just, like sink down here. I think it'll catch it. I think you're fine. No, but I can't see her. You know, because uh, your microphone. Oh, well, I'm not going to touch her. Okay. I thought for sure that you were going to be like, "Here's the deal." At one moment, I looked at him and I was like, "I'm gonna spouse you." <laughs> I don't know the song. This is like a. It's a great song. But I can't. Yeah, I've never heard that song. Oh, oh yeah, you're both. Oh, you young. We're not that young. Cat's older than me. Yeah. By a if, year. Here's the thing: if Cat doesn't know it, how do you expect me to know? Oh no. You know. When were you born? What year? Ninety-nine. Uh, yeah. I born ninety-nine. But I also came to America when I was like nine, mm. so I I did miss out on some stuff. Oh, I've heard this yeah. song. <laughs> This is like Beyonce. What album is this? Her recent one. Do you not know what song this is? No, I do know what song this is. What is it called? I can't remember. This is your host, Sharkross, aka your boy Cher. And as always, I've got my beautiful, lovely co-host. Give it up for Dr. Luke. Howdy, y'all. Ooh, I like that. That was nice. <laughs> Cat, that's our guest and she's cringy. <laughs> it was a little cringe, but I appreciated it. And it up. we yeah. have the jungle kitty himself. Wow. David Dutton. <laughs> hey, guys, a wonderful, amazing guest. Give it up for Cat. I'm actually really excited. I was thinking about this today, and mm-hmm. I thought... You're the, like, I feel like we're good enough friends that yeah. I could shark and be like, hey, we still want for lunch. And I'm like, no, me and Luke are driving to Chicago to get you out of jail. <laughs> like, I actually thought I, the jail thing was like, you know, a dinner conversation. But mm-hmm. I honestly thought I was like, no, I feel like if you like called and needed, like we'd come get you like six hours away. But I just. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know that much about you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we've done the competition together. Oh, oh yeah, we you did. did. I forgot that about that. Just hit me like a few seconds ago. I forgot about that. That was fun. We were a good team, right? We didn't win. <laughs> we actually came last. No, we came second to last. There's a difference. Doing first to last. Yeah, we. I think we did pretty well given the fact that we didn't practice at all. No. Before the first event, I was looking at the judge and I said, "Can you please repeat this?" Because I had no idea what was happening. I had no idea any of the workouts. Oh, really? Oh, no. I had no clue. Christine, Bruno, I told her I was going to be on the podcast I was talking to her earlier today. Yeah. She was like, oh, my gosh, no way. I said, yeah. Go, Bruno. She was, like, taking it pretty seriously. (laughs) As she, you know. The competition? Not, well, she takes things just a little bit more seriously. And I show up and I'm just all over the place. Like, I guess I should probably warm up now. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. I had fun doing that comp. I knew it was going to be rough when I put the shirt on and I cut it to be a crop top. And it was the worst crop top you would ever see. That's when you knew it was going to be bad? I knew it was going to be bad because I didn't even look cool. And if you can't look cool doing something. That was, I think I was like 
I wanted to be on the team, but there was something going on that weekend that I couldn't be on the team. Yeah. I think it was a big, like, fall sport weekend. I think you had a kids' soccer tournament. I think it was a kids' That's soccer tournament. Because I remember, like, Christine saying, hey, you should be on this team. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this would be, like, the best moment of my life. We could wear crop tops together. But <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. Christine also asked me to be on the team, and I... Uh, you Definitely. said you don't do competitions. I said I don't do competitions. And then you did one. And then I did do one. Wow. Oh, my gosh. But So, so Kat, when you were on a competition, what did you find out about Kat during the competition? We'll talk more about Kat in the competition. But we actually need to give a shout-out to somebody. Yes. And by somebody, I mean somebody we don't know. Someone <laughs> got us a bunch of gear for the Get Body Podcast. It is the most official that you've ever seen. Um, except my microphone is, is attached to a baby piano. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I described Kat, you know, our amazing, wonderful studio, high class, oh you gosh. know, top end. <laughs> this chair reclines. I just leaned back and my heart just went to my stomach. Yes. <laughs> okay. She is sitting in a recliner. <laughs> a leather recliner. Yeah. Nothing but the best for our podcast hosts. Exactly. Yes. So we, yes. we just want to say thank you, Mr. Anonymous or Mrs. Anonymous. We appreciate you. Thank you for yeah, supporting the podcast. I do feel like the ability to help uh, our community get to know other pieces of the community better is a, just a great thing to be doing. So exactly. yeah, I hope you thank you, Mr. Anonymous, for helping us out. Or, or Mrs. Mrs. Anonymous. Or Ms. Anonymous. Or, or Anonymous. Yeah, exactly. But now let's segue. Kat, I'm excited to hear about your life. Well, wait, wait. before we start, is your name Catherine or Caitlin? Catherine. Catherine. Or Kat- it could be Kathleen. Or Kathleen. Katarina. So, oh my gosh, there's so many options. <laughs> it's Catherine. But it's Catherine. Catherine. Kitty Cat. <laughs> 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 I'm like, more names. Is your name really Kitty Cat? <laughs> You caught me. That's why I killed my cat. We dropped the kitty. Yeah. Wait till wait till tomorrow morning at class. Everyone's gonna be like, it's kitty cat. <laughs> be like, oh god. Yeah, no. So it's short for Catherine. Yes. What's your middle name? Elizabeth. Very basic. Yeah. Kerr. K E R. K E R. For now. Yeah, for now. You weren't born in Ohio, were you? Mm mm. What? No. Tell us about that. You look like you're from Ohio. I know. I've been here for a while. So I was born. Where do you think Kentucky. I was born? Kentucky. Um, North Dakota. Mm-mm. As a side note, I know zero people that have ever been in North Dakota. I don't actually think it exists. Were you born in West Virginia? Mm-mm. Hold on. Wait, let me think. Let me think. Let it's me not think. Kentucky? No, it's not Kentucky. What in the heck? California. Indiana. Texas. Missouri. Illinois. Mm-mm. Wisconsin. Mm-mm. Florida. Delaware. Can you give us a geographical geographical? Michigan. Point? It's south. Alabama? No. Texas? Washington. No. Georgia. Yes. Wow. Go Bulldogs. Yeah. So I was born <laughs> in Augusta, Georgia, oh. home of the Masters golf tournament. Okay, good. Yep. Okay. Yep. You knew that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you tell by those kind of faces? <laughs> you won't believe the amount of golfing skills I have. So I study up on golf. We'll talk about golf later. Most people, that's the only reason they know where Augusta is, is because of the Masters, a tradition right. unlike any other. 
So I lived. <laughs> that's the scene. So okay. I was born there. I think I lived there for like all of six months. So uh, yeah. no recollection. Okay. Moved to Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Why? Why did you move? My dad's job. Gotcha. Um. Where's Fort Thomas, Kentucky? So Fort Thomas is northern Kentucky, and it's right across the river from Cincinnati. Like. Okay. Two Tom, exits. Tom is where it is. Yeah. Great. So where Tom's from, I want to say he's from Erlanger, I, I think. That sounds really familiar. So Erlanger is a little bit further south. Like, okay. I'm really close to Cincinnati. I could walk there. Are you close to the, the yes, yes. one hotel that you can, like, that looks weird when you cross over the border and it's... It has, like, the, the circle on yes. top. Yeah. What's yeah, that yeah. hotel called? It has the revolving restaurant? Yeah. 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 That's, that's my neck of the woods. Dude, I know things... Yeah. So did you end up staying there for most of your childhood? Yep. That's where I was raised. Really? Yeah, Fort Thomas. Do you have siblings? Yes. I have two sisters. I'm the oldest. You're the Thank oldest. God. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I can't deal with not oldest people anymore. So I'm the oldest child. <sighs> yeah, I'm the oldest. I have two sisters. Where it's a girl party. Um, How much younger are your sisters than you? Mary Claire's two years younger than me. Sarah's two years younger than Mary Claire. Two and a half. She's okay. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you guys friends now? Yeah, we're really close. Nice. They yeah. live up close up here or close to where they live? So Mary Claire actually just moved to Atlanta today. Oh, wow. Like, oh, right man. now they're moving. No way. Shout out to Mary Claire. Yep, Mary she just Claire. got a job. She finished her master's degree in the spring, and then she got a job. At Atlanta, so she's doing that. She's moving. Atlanta. Yep, so my mom, my dad, and Mary Claire are all moving in right now. <laughs> and then my little sister, Sarah, she... With an H or no H? With an H. She will be a junior, yes, a junior at University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Um, she's actually in Chile right now. She's doing a little study abroad yeah. stint. Coming back from my wedding, it's being cut. Her her stint is being cut short because of my wedding. But (laughs) (laughs) so, yeah. Priorities. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your childhood. Favorite moments? Any scary moments? Any scary moments? I had a great childhood because I studied up on the podcast. I knew I would ask about this. I had a really good childhood. Wow. It was really good. We were really close. Um, Your whole family, or just siblings, or? I would say my whole family. My, we kind of had a different dynamic just because my parents, so they got divorced when I was 15, but my parents just had a different type of relationship. Um, so, like, they just kind of did their own thing. and. So, we've seen a different relationship before 15, post 15, like. So, thing. like, before, like, growing up, like, we would do, like, separate family vacations. Like, my dad would take us on trips. My mom would take us on trips. Like, we didn't really. Like, we would do Thanksgiving with my dad's side of the family, and my mom wouldn't be there, and then, like, vice versa. So even pre-15? Even pre-15. Really? Yeah. Did you, like, do you think they... Have you ever asked them about it? Have you asked, like... Um, yes. So, I was 15 when they got divorced, so, like, I picked up on a lot of things. But, um, I think it got to a point where they were like, you know what? Like, we can just be better people and better parents if we're just not together. Mm. And then they got divorced, and it was, like, a complete 180. Like, they were both so much happier. It was, like, the best thing that happened to our family. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh. I view divorce as, in our situation, it was a really good thing that happened. It was very positive. Um, 
but I know not everyone has the same experience with that. So, hmm. yeah. It was so hard, but yeah, yeah, it was a good thing, like, looking back now that it's been, like, over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So you're... Your sisters, mm-hmm. did you guys get along growing up? Like, were you? Yeah. And you're still, that's kind of close, the two year, two year, two year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all still pretty close. We all got along. I mean, we, we grew up and we like fought and stuff, but. Yeah, just regular sister stuff. Just regular sister stuff. Now, can you beat up both your sisters? No, they could beat me up. Really? Yeah. What? So. What do they do? Mary Claire was, she did shot and disc in college. Oh. And then Sarah Rose at UNC. Oh. And they're both like, almost touching six feet tall and oh could easily beat me up in a fight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Don't they know you can clean and jerk 165 at least? Um, they could probably clean and jerk a lot more. <laughs> so, you guys are all just like a bunch of meatheads. Sure. <laughs> wow. Stocky. Yeah. Whoa, Lou, come on. Stocky. Yeah. That's not my term that I... <laughs> My coworker from somebody else. Puggy today. Like the dog? Yeah. I was like, what? He's like, no, 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 no. I said pudgy. I said, oh, I was hoping for puggy. He says, no, you're more like a, uh, what are the dogs that have sleep apnea that are like. It's bugs, yeah. Pugs and Frenchies. Yeah. I said, yeah, this this is me. I don't know. Well, we didn't come to talk about my my work dynamics. (laughs) Like an HR violation. Nah, we don't have HR. Audience, we'll put up a poll. Would you rather be called Puggy or Pudgy? You guys vote. Wow, that actually, I would be curious to see how that turns Luke is putting it up right now. Okay, um, good deal. Um, oh, I forgot you all have social media now. I know. We are really upgrading our facilities. Dude, I, yeah. you know what? Our research team found out that you had blonde hair. I sure did. In, while you swam at, uh, in Athens. Yeah. Yeah. Frightening. Yeah. Have you seen a picture of it? No, I, I have not. not. I guess we haven't really got there. So did you swim in high school as well? Mm-hmm. Swam for 17 years. Whoa. Long time. That was a very long time. Yeah. So let me see if I can find a picture. Was that the only sport that you, like, were all in? Uh, yeah. So I swam. I started when I was, like, four or five. It's like a little summer club league. And then I think when I was around 12 was when the club that I was swimming for, it like it split ways where you could go kind of the more competitive route where you had like practice requirements and things like that, or you could kind of go the more leisure route. And I went the, the more competitive route and yeah. What advice would you give my 10 year old daughter who likes to swim? Should do it. Do it's it. Wonderful. Okay. It's a good sport. Teaches you a lot. Yeah. What did it teach you specifically? Mm. What do you think you learned the most from swimming? Oh, that's Besides a tough one. Learning how to do the backstroke, side stroke. The side stroke. I don't know. <laughs> Butterfly stroke. Backstroke. Have you ever seen the backstroke? Backstroke is one. Yes. The frog stroke. Breaststroke. Yes. Did you say butterfly? I already said that. Okay. What was yours teaching? So I did distance free. Gross. It was really gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why'd you put yourself through that? I didn't have a choice. Okay? Oh. My shoulders are fine. Really? Yeah. I never really had any injuries, which was lucky because we swam a lot. Are you but, Are you faster or is Abigail faster? I don't know. 
Mm. I think she's more of a sprinter, right? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to make controversy. <laughs> you? Yeah. Conflict versus you? I bet you that I could beat you in a 25 meter. You probably style. could. Yeah. Anyone probably could. But, like, your distance in college was what? Mile? Yes. Yeah. So, at like conferences and invites, they would do the mile. And then at dual meets, it was a thousand because the mile is just too long. It's 40 laps, right? So, thousands, 40 laps. And then the miles, 66. Oh, I get so bored. <laughs> I would get bored too. What, what, did you, what did you do when you were swimming in the water doing one of these flips and turns and swimming? Like, what did you think about? Like, Oh man, I have this homework assignment that's due. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's what do I have for dinner tonight? I don't think I I didn't think about anything, honestly. Wow. I mean, I thought about like how I was swimming, like like a race strategy type of thing, but I didn't really think about how long is um how long does it take to swim a mile? What's your what's your PR time in the mile? Oh gosh, we'd have to look it up. I think it's around like seventeen minutes. Seventeen I minutes. Think. <sighs> yeah. It was brutal. That was the last race I ever did in my whole career. Wow. Yeah. So did you like swimming in college? I loved it. It was so much fun. We had a good time. What did you like about it? So I liked it because, one, I went to school where I didn't know anyone. So I got recruited to swim there. And I verbally committed, didn't tell my parents. And they're like, Kevin! They're like, you need to weigh out all your options. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So I like it. I, you know, they were like, oh my goodness. Cause at the time the recruiting rules are all like so different, but at the time you could only take five official visits. And initially I had planned that I was going to do all five cause I wanted to get out of school, high school. And I ended up doing one or two. I did two. And then I was like, I like it here. I'm going. Because they give you like a deadline yeah. when they offer you. And they're like, you have this much time. And I was like, okay. So I like kind of jokingly told my parents. And then I actually did it. And they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Kitty cat, what did you do that for? <laughs> they were like, um, we probably should have sat down and talked about this. But yeah, so I did that. And then I went there in the fall of... 2016. Yes, 2016. Why are you looking at me? I don't know when you're I'm in thinking, school. I'm <laughs> thinking. So, the fall of 2016. So, you were class of high school 2015? 16. Because I graduated in the oh, spring. Oh, so you went to yeah. visit 2016. I went to visit in like 2015. Okay. So, I, I started there as a freshman the fall of 2016. Okay. Yes, yeah. that checks out. Yeah. And then it was great. We had my freshman year we ha- and sophomore year, I had a different coach than my junior and senior year. So, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I had, like, lifelong friends. They're at my wedding. They're all coming, coming oh, here. We still talk to all of them. We all kind of, like, dispersed after college. I'm, like, the one who stayed the closest to Athens, I guess. Um, but most of us weren't from Ohio. So they're from Chicago and San Francisco. Amelia's coming all the way from, she's from Finland originally, but she lives in Stockholm right now. She's doing her PhD there. So are you guys going to have like Athens type Halloween party rager for you? (sighs) For you? No. (laughs) I loved college. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) You are. You are going to have your wedding. We might have to cut this out. Okay. That's fine. But we need to talk about it. But we can talk about it. But I just, we can cut it out. But I've loved college. I almost killed so many people. 
during uh, Athens during Halloween. Athens Halloween. We can leave that part. We can leave the Athens Halloween part in because it is it is literally on my pet peeve list. <gasps> we're not there yet. I know we're not there yet, but you can't talk about it yet. Okay. Okay. So, um, question though, yeah. mm-hmm. you went to Ohio University. Yeah, for med school. David, you don't remember this? I. You're one of my best friends, and you didn't know that. You know what? I even knew that. Off close friends Cat. list. Oh. <laughs> I just got DMs. You just got the green circle taken away. I want to circle back. You talk about how you loved college. <laughs> you had a lot of fun with your friends. Mm-hmm. You've created a lot of friends that are basically lifelong friendships, basically, right? Mm-hmm. What is something that you would go back and tell your freshman self about college? Any advice you would give? Oh, gosh. Any advice? I would say don't change your major 50 times. Mm. Yeah. What were you originally? I originally was completely undecided. Like, undecided just in the university. We call it exploration (laughs) at Ohio State. (laughs) I was exploratory (laughs) studies, if you will. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) yeah, so then I did... I had took a bunch of like just general gen ed classes and then I was a nutrition major. Ew. It was right. I love dietitians though. They're wonderful, but not for me. I got like through my almost through my sophomore year and I had one class and it was all about like G tube feeding. And <laughs> I rem- I remember so vividly. I, I walked out of that class. I was like, nope, this is not for me. And I walked straight to my academic advisor and I said, wow. I'm changing my major. So I had like an athletic compliance academic advisor. His name was Matt Gilmore. Shout, Shout out, out Matty G. He was wonderful. Yeah, Matty G. Absolute pit. Um, he, I told him, I said, I'm not doing nutrition anymore. And he said, well, Catherine, you, in order to be eligible, you have to have so many credit hours towards your degree he said so what do you want to switch to and i said marketing he said no you can't do that (laughs) (laughs) he said you are too far into it let's look at everything and see like what we can piece together so that you're still on track to graduate and that all the classes that you took for nutrition don't go to waste said well i'm not doing nutrition like i will take seven years to Oh. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Should we, we gotta pause. Maddie G. Maddie G. Top G. And, right, he, so you sat down with Maddie G. and he gave me three options. He said, you can do biology with a minor, everything was a minor in nutrition. He said, you can do like general biology with a minor in nutrition. And I said, absolutely not. Which- because I had to take like, other biology like animal classes and I wasn't I love animals but I didn't want to take like vertebrae and hematology not hematology what is it called like plant Anatomy. classes like no botany? Like, like plant classes and science things like class? that no 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 just like not Hematology. human related no, science classes but <laughs> biology yeah so geology that's rocks that's rocks so that was option one <laughs> option two was healthcare administration with a minor in nutrition. And then option three was public health with a minor in nutrition. And so I said, okay, well, I guess I'll do public health. Sounds interesting. So here we are. Wow. Yeah. That's the one thing I've noticed when 
when podcasting people, it's the college experience is tough. Like people expect you when you are 18 to go take out a bunch of student loans and try to figure out what you want to do with your lives. Mm -hmm. Where I feel like just a few years ago, I'm trying to learn how to drive a car, (laughs) you know? And it's like, it is, it is a tough season. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They won't let you drink until you're 21, but you're supposed to know what you're going to do with for the rest of your life. It's stressful. When you're 17. It is very stressful. It's not very fair. I feel like that's, that's actually adequately, there's no way that I should have had the responsibility I had. Like, to, like, to, Okay, maybe I should rephrase that. I think that either somebody for, should force me to take a gap year or um, I just should have grown up earlier and been more responsible like the rest of the world <laughs> so that I wasn't like a, you know, a numbskull kid that just kind of like accidentally, you know. Yeah. It worked out pretty well for you. It did. I think I think that, yeah. Yeah, look at all the engineering you're doing right now. <laughs> engineering this masterpiece. That's true. Podcast. Yeah. It, it is a tough thing that it was. someone's got to address that. So, so you like kind of just found yourself in public health. It wasn't like, yeah. you were like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this for the I had life. no idea what public health was. And you chose that. Yep. Great. You just full set. Well, I remember I sat down, I was like, what is it? What's public health? And he was like, read the course, like the major description, mm-hmm. probably from the website. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that, that sounds kind of cool. I'll j- I can jive with that. So yeah. that's what we did. Do... Did you have somebody that was like a mentor or somebody that you ran things by or were you just kind of like, no, I'm going to be. That was it. That was it, right? Yeah. Okay. So did you have people that you looked up to? Like people that you thought, man, I really want to be like that person I grew up. Like professionally? Uh, professionally or just non-professional, personally? I think professionally, I look up to one of my professors that I had in grad school. Mm-hmm. He was amazing. Loved him. He's a good guy. We still keep in touch to this day. Um, he was the one who got me into what I do now oh. and then encouraged me to go back after I left. And so, yeah. Did you have okay. somebody like an older sister, like kind of looking out for you, taking care of you? I mean, swim team or college or? Yeah. So we were all really close. Um, I think a lot of the older girls would always kind of take us under their wings in like a good way. Um, there wasn't any public health majors on the team, but there was a lot of girls who were like, you know what? I was in the same boat. I had no idea. I switched my major like 50 times because I remember I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to graduate because when they start talking about credits and graduating, you have to be so many hours towards your degree. It's a little stressful. Yeah. And, um, I was like, I have to get this done in four years. Yeah. So are you somebody, what do you stress about? Like, oh, everything. You know, everything. <laughs> Are you just like wound up really tight, stressed mm-hmm. all the time? You can't tell that from just yeah, looking at her? I'm pretty wound up. Didn't you hear her talk about the wedding? <laughs> yeah, but you were like, kind of laughing at it about it. You were kind of like, Sometimes yeah. you just got to laugh so you don't cry. It's just like humor is a... Uh, humor is a coping mechanism. It is. It's a mature coping mechanism. <laughs> wow. So what do you... Uh, so do you ever have like... Um, do you <laughs> wow, ever, like, you're explode? a nervous disaster. Do you ever... Do I ever explode? Are you ever like, have like nervous breakdowns? Are you like, I mean, um, I'm definitely, and I know it's not healthy, but I'm a bottle upper. Like I bottle everything up. Yeah. Sorry. uh, That that look between me and Luke, when you're sharing, you know, just being vulnerable was, he tried to hold my hand. (laughs) I apologize. You were in the moment, Luke. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. So, so like, what do you get? 
uh, you see so you're nervous about all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Like, is there something that you're like, man, I'm this really well, pet peeve, not pet peeve, but are there things that you're like, man, this really stressed me out in college or growing up or like, this is something that I was like, man, I just got to stay away from this. Cause this is like freaking me out. Um, I don't think there's one thing specifically. I'm just a naturally just higher, strong person. Mm-hmm. You've always been that way. I've always been that yeah. way. Ever since I was little, my mom said that I was just very high, strong, like very nervous all the time. Mm-hmm. Not, I shouldn't say nervous all the time, but I was just tight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how how much have you kind of delved into that? Oh, we're working on it. I'm actually laid back a lot more as I've gotten older. I can thank medication for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I've gotten older and I've also realized like there's just some things in life that you can control. There's things that you kind of have control over. And then there's just things that no matter what, you just have to kind of deal with it and roll with it and deal with it as it goes which has been good spencer's the most calm laid-back person in the entire world like to the point where i'm like you know how how does this not how do you not worry about anything he's like i I worry i just worry differently than you spencer he's my wonderful fiance i'll be marrying in like 20 days or something That's crazy. Yeah, he's great. Did you meet Spencer at this Halloween party at <laughs> Athens? Hold on. I'm just concerned that he's stuck on a plane somewhere. Ooh, flight delayed till 10 p.m. Get body, Spencer. That's rough. Get body. Remember? That's rough. Um, so how did I meet Spencer? So we kind of have a interesting story. Some people would say it's cute. Oh. It's, it's my favorite story, but I'm biased. Um, so when I was going into my senior year of high school and then going into my freshman year of college, I was a swim coach at this little summer club, swim league, country club league, like a little beer league, if you will. (laughs) And, um, sorry, the kids off early, (laughs) the parents be more like the parents would just get really, really intoxicated and kids would be running all over the place, but it was so much fun. I coached the six and unders. We practiced blowing bubbles and like swimming halfway down the pool and jumping off the starting block. It was great. I had so much fun. Um, So anyway, his aunt had, which is his cousin, who was a little girl who was in my little swim group. Her name was Ava. Wait. So his cousin, I was, was, I was her coach. Okay. Your aunt is not also your cousin. No, no, no. I said that wrong. His cousin. I know it's Kentucky. So his cousin, (laughs) his cousin was one of my little swimmers. She was like four or five at the time. And um, his aunt would always talk about him like all the time. And it drove me crazy. And she knows this. I was like, why? She would always try and set me up with him. Be like, my nephew, my nephew. And I was just like, oh, yeah, so great. She would show me pictures of him, and I'd be like, okay, whatever. Was it cute when you first saw the photo? She would show me, like, the the worst pictures of anyone. Just, like, random family photos. And she'd be like, look how great he is. Like, he's single. He's smart. He's intelligent. All this stuff. And I'd be like, mm, okay. Like, I was nice, but I, you know, had no interest. So that happened for, like, two years. Oh. Two summers. Wow. So anyway, she found out that I was going to OU. Spencer went to OU. He's from... Centerville, 
Ohio, which is like yeah. Dayton area. And he was at OU. He's a year ahead of me. And she would talk about him all the time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to run into this kid. She was like, you all should meet up. Like, I'll set you all up. We're like, I was like, no, 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 no. So fast forward to my sophomore year of college, his junior year of college. Okay. It was my roommate's birthday. And for the sake of the story, it was her 21st birthday. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was her birthday. And then at OU, we would do these things called shuffles. Did you ever do a shuffle? No. Okay. So shuffles. You're too busy studying studying to be a doctor. Yeah. So we would do these things called shuffles. And what you would do is in Athens there's a street. It's called Court Street. And there's just all these bars on all like just all down the street. Mm-hmm. And you would do this thing called a shuffle where you would go to each bar and you'd like get a drink and then you'd meander the next bar kind of like a bar crawl yeah but we call it a shuffle it's oh. the same thing gosh. <laughs> this, uh, yeah because oh my gosh don't roll your eyes I, i'm gonna roll my eyes all night no that's my thing so we, we stop we start at the top we like make our way down and Wait, where'd you start i think we started at jackie's okay. right there yeah made our way all the way down and then we go into this one bar um that it was called J Bar. If anyone, I was. It's a newer one, I think. What the kids are telling me now, because the old people are like, "Oh, is the Junction still there?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> Junction is not there." Um, so we went to J Bar, and J Bar was like closer to the end of the shuffle. Okay, so closer to the end of the street. So we were there, and um, I go in, and we're we're like walking around. It was my friend's birthday, so everyone's like. Oh, like you know and I run into this person like physically run into them and it was Spencer so this is the oh that's my crossfit alarm (laughs) sorry so should we take a break speaking of being high strong it's 7.56 I just like to set it early so I have my phone in my hand it's so early wow I have mine at 7.58 and I think mine's early 7.56 but yeah high strong so you guys are at the end of the shuffle. Mm-hmm. You're feeling it. You know, were you were you were you a little tipsy, a little drunk? Yeah, I was 21, of course. So Spencer was a little drunk. You physically bumped at each other. What was that dynamic? Yeah, yeah okay. Were you yeah, like story? Well, there. the, the crossbow like, alarm came in. Oops! So didn't mean to run into you. Yeah, was it like intentional run into him? No, or it like... was like physically, like it was really like tight corners. I like ran into him. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, did you like, run into him or did he run into you? I ran into him. And then you were like, are you? I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. And he was like, oh, it's okay. And then I like did a double take. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I recognized him from the pictures that his aunt had been showing me for two years. I was like, so it's a good thing that she was showing you (laughs) bad pictures because in a dimly lit bar surrounded by a bunch of people, you knew who he was. Wait, so you were like, are you Spencer? So I was like, are you Spencer Haynes? He was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I like know your aunt, blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, cool. And that was that. Like, that was literally it. We just like kind of went our separate ways. And then a couple weekends later, I saw him out again. And then we started like talking. Oh, give me some yeah. details. What do you mean talking? Who approached who? Oh, who initiated? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you so obsessed with this? This is... I <laughs> to be honest with you, I think... So I, I left this part out. She gave me his number. I left that part out. 
when I, before I went to college and she's like, if you ever want to like talk with a nice boy, like, <laughs> so anyway, we ran into each other the next time. It was a couple weeks later. It was right before winter break. And he was like, Oh, like, let me get like, you know, give him my number. And I was like, I already have it. Wow. Yeah. That's so weird for Spencer. Like, I he was like, like he was I like, are you like, sure? I was like, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, hold on, let me text you real quick. Is this you? Yeah. So. I feel like if I were Spencer, I'd be like, is this girl stalking? Yeah. No, but he was, so when he tells the story, he's thought like the same thing. He thought that I was probably this weird girl, like had no, he was not interested at all. He was like, my aunt just kept bringing you up. We'd be like having Christmas dinner and she would just would not stop talking <laughs> oh, about she, you. She was talking to him. Yes. So she's trying real hard. She was playing hardcore matchmaker. So she just knew. Wow. She's like, yeah. she did just know. Wow. The universe is telling me, you know, these two people need to get together. She yeah. To switch careers. Yeah. Well, she's marrying us. So. Oh, no wow. Yeah. She's officiating. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's him. Well, she, she, we asked her to, and she's like, I just don't know if I can do it. She's like, I might just cry the whole time. <laughs> so we're going to have a meeting next week to like really iron He's things out. <laughs> <laughs> because, because she was like, I don't want to like get emotional and like ruin the actual like yeah. thing. So I said, I, you know, I appreciate that. But yeah, so that's how we met. And then we were really good friends for a while. And then we started dating and then I moved in. What? I moved myself in. Boom. What yeah. Like, did you from... have to, like tell him you're moving in, or are you just like? Hey, so this, is, an, this is another story. Oh. So he's a year older. He works in Columbus. He accepted a job in Columbus. I was still in Athens, mm-hmm. finishing up school for shipping. Well, he, yeah. Well, he sh- does shipment. Yes. Logistics. Supply chain, whatever that is. <laughs> so he um. Is DHL? it time yet? Yeah. Yeah. DHL supply chain. He, uh... Do we need to take a break to sign in? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. See? <laughs> you are my strong. The audience will be back. Yeah. I, th- I, don't- I think I had to loop that story. You did. Yeah, I, like, forced, forced myself in. Said hi. Are we back? <laughs> I said hi. Audience, we're back. <laughs> I forced myself in. Hi. I just moved in. <laughs> and he was like, you have so much stuff. I was like, oh, sweetheart, this is not even half of it. <laughs> So what? No way. Let's pick up back to what you're talking about with Spencer. Where would I moved in? Yes. So I was telling, we were talking about this last night because he said, you have, if you're going to tell the story, you make sure you say it right or else people are going to get confused. So think March, 2020, every day was something different, right? Okay. So I had an internship in Columbus that summer. I was supposed to be subleasing from this girl that I found on the internet because she was doing an internship abroad somewhere. She was like an OSU student. Yeah. So all this COVID stuff's happening. And then the girl messages me and she said, hey, I'm really sorry, but my internship abroad, I can't remember where she was going. Might have been like Spain or somewhere. Yeah, Finland? No, not Finland. <laughs> she was like, it, it got canceled. Yeah. So I, I need to live in my apartment. I was like, okay, crap. So at this point... I still was supposed to be at an in-person internship mm-hmm. in Columbus. So I said, well, got no place to live. I'm supposed to start this internship here soon. I don't know what to do. So Spencer was living here. He said, well, why don't you just like move in with me? You know, this is going to be two week flat on the curve thing. We'll figure it out. So how long have you guys been dating? Oh, at that point 
We've been dating for probably like a year. Oh, so he's like sneaky, like, hey, baby girl. Like, <laughs> it's two weeks. Let's flatten that curve. <laughs> he's like, let's flatten that curve. Let's AKA, quarantine together. AKA, we're going to get married. Let's flatten that curve together. keep in mind, keep in mind, he had a tiny studio apartment. What we're talking about, like 800 square foot? Small than that. It what? was tiny because he, when he got that apartment, he was doing a ton of traveling for work. Yeah. So he thought, you know, I'm not going to be here that often. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I just need like. Keep the rent low. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still in that same place? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. It was so small and we lived there together. I finished grad school there, graduated grad school and in, in that tiny little living room and yeah. That's awesome. So. Mm. I just kind of moved myself in. But he invited you. He invited me. <laughs> yeah. But when you told me the story earlier, it sounded like you just, you know, knocked on his door with your U-Haul and we're like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and you're like, wow. wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, initially gonna it was going to be, this it was going to be a short term thing. And then it ended up just me being there. You know, forever, forever. And then my parents thought it was a short term thing, too. Yeah. And they're pretty traditional. Like, you don't live with a man before you get married. And so then when we signed like a real lease together the following year, we uh, they were like, what? It's like, oh, come on. It's 2023 or 2021 or whatever year that was. (laughs) Okay. well, so, yeah. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. It was throwback to dinner when you were like, hey, me and my mom talk. And I, she said something. I thought, man, that was really self-aware of her. And then I, I said, you know, how would you guys learn how to talk so well to each other? And you said, oh, yeah, we all like went to family counseling together. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. So I'm curious because I feel like my family is should go to family counseling together. Mm-hmm. Right. So how what did you learn? Like, how was that? So we only did a couple sessions. Okay. So after my parents got divorced, they were like, we still need to keep this like united family front. Like they were determined. My parents were really determined to make sure that our lives stayed very close to what they were. Like they didn't want big changes for us or anything like that. Um, So we went to this family counseling thing. And if anything, they just taught us how to like talk about our feelings. Yeah. And my dad is like, he's like Southern boy. He was like, absolutely not. I'm like, (laughs) my mom was like, you're going. (laughs) He was like, I'm only going for the kids. So it was good. I mean, I was 15 and I remember being like, why am I here? This is so stupid. You said you were like your dad. (laughs) I am. I was like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? But I remember the therapist, we would go around and my sister, who was Sarah, the youngest one. She just had no idea what was going on. She was, how old was she? Like 10. She was like why are we here? Like mm. what's going on? And, um, we would go and we would just talk. And I think my mom was really concerned that the divorce would like mess us up in the head. Mm. When in reality, I think they did the right thing, which yeah. we talked about earlier. We said it did talk, it t- teach you to talk about your feelings. Yeah. Do you feel like it benefited you in that way? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. We weren't a super emotional family, if that makes sense. You're not a super emotional family. No, 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 no. Like, we're very... Mm. They just weren't super lovey. We showed love, but in other ways. Like what? Like, um... I don't know. Like, what's your love language? 
acts of service. That's my love language. I took that test today just to, just to make sure. We're <laughs> on that on that track. What's it? Do you know what your enneagram number is? One. Okay. But I don't think I mean I've taken that test probably three or four times, mm-hmm. and every time it's come back as a one, and I don't think I'm a one. But why? What do you think you are? I don't know. Not a one though, because one just seems a little bit too intense. I I don't understand. I don't know. I just don't think I'm a There's one. There's a lot of ones. Megan's a one. I was going to say, you're saying, I don't want to be a one. It just seems so intense. You're like, very intense. <laughs> yeah, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> the cat almost just fell out, out of the right. chair. Yeah. Yeah. Our fancy leather chair. Yeah. Okay. Gosh. With our Angry Birds blanket on. My Angry Birds and my glitter blanket. Oh, you got two. Cat. Wait, Angry Birds? Is that an Angry Birds? No. Oh, that's no, that's uh. It looked like Angry Birds. What are these? It's the um. Oh, what are they called? They're um. I saw the red thing and I thought it was just an Angry Bird. I'm having the biggest brain fart ever because it's yeah. Cat. That's Cat Boy, right? Yeah, Owlet, Cat Boy. Um, audience, if you know, please look. (laughs) PJ Masks. Oh, PJ Masks. PJ Masks. PJ Masks. Never heard of that. The right time to fight crime. Cat, I want to. I want to dive in a little bit. Um, some of the some of the questions that we've asked beforehand was like hardest season of life kind of question. Um, Which can we just talk about how she said that she's twenty five and she hasn't had a hardest season of her life yet? Hmm. Can we just talk about that. I've had challenging seasons. All right, let's go there. But I don't think like I think a hardest season. I feel like that's really like a big thing. And I've had challenging seasons, but I wouldn't look back and be like, wow, that was hard, you know. Let's okay. go challenging. Challenging. I would say probably the most challenging season that I had so far was the transition from college to the real world. That was tough. Especially during COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so the hardest part for me was I um swam for so long mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was over and I kind of went through I don't want to use the term identity crisis but I was like oh my goodness like what what do I do now yeah um because that was just a big part of my life for so long um and that's how I made all my friends that's how I stayed motivated I guess um and so then it was over and I was just sitting in my mom's house like okay, what do I do now? Um, and it was tough too. Cause like we went on spring break and then we just like never came back. Yeah. So like some of my really good friends, like Amelia, who's from Finland living in Sweden. Like I never got to like Shout officially to say goodbye to her. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's great. But, um, that was really tough. What'd you end up running to? Running to? Yeah. Like, like coping? You said you, you felt like you had sort of an identity crisis. Like, yeah. What did you go to? Like, what, how did you get through that season? Or do you think you're still there now? Mm, no, I'm not there anymore. I think it was weird because I felt like this is so weird. Like, I had a great 17 years of swimming. Like, I was kind of relieved when it was over. So I was like, wow, like, that was tough. But I'm glad, like, I can close that chapter and move on. And so I felt kind of weird the way that I did because there was parts of me where at times I would want it to be over, like in the moment. 
And then I was missing it. I was like, why am I missing mm. all the stuff that I wish I never, like I wanted it to be done in the moment. Mm. Um, so then one day I was talking to Amelia and she was like, can I tell you something? I was like, sure. What's up? She's like, I'm not doing well. And granted, she had a lot of layers to her situation because she had been living in the States for four years and she was back in her home country, like yeah. complete culture shock. Mm-hmm. She's like, I like I this is so weird. Like Finland was also on crazier lockdown restrictions, too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, it was relieving to hear that we both kind of felt the same way. Um, and then the girls behind me. They experienced the same thing. One of my friends, Sam, she reached out to me and she was like, I feel like an absolute loser. What do you mean you feel like a loser? She was like, I'm done with swimming. She's like, I feel like I can't do anything um, that's like has been fulfilling as that was. She's like, I'm working a job I hate. I'm at this lab. And like, it's just so weird. Like, I don't feel like I have anything that kind of gets me out of bed in the morning. And that's kind of how... Um, I was like, well, I felt the same way. So that was challenging, but we got through it. Yeah. It was weird. It is weird. I I think the, alongside with the high school to college transition of like, hey, you kind of have to like figure out your life and figure out what you want to do forever. Mm -hmm. The college transition to adult transition is super odd because... Like you said, there is a sports thing, right? It's something mm-hmm. you've done your whole life. But then there's also something where it's like you've kind of had a step-by-step process and um, kind of like a playbook someone has sort of created for you. Mm-hmm. You get through school, you know, you, you go through college, here's all the steps, all you need to do, and then, boom, hey, here's real life. Go figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then it's figuring out this whole process of, like, adult life. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to figure it out and piece it on yourself. Yeah. It, it's super odd. Um, wish there was like a book for that transition or something. I know. It's crazy too because um, one of the things, I don't know if the NCAA is still doing it, but they were working on trying to have some type of process in place for athletes once they finish their sport to transition into real life. Yeah. Because I felt like I didn't have. I wasn't well prepared for the real world, if that makes sense. Because my everything I did when I was in college, like my hand was held through. Like I had such a structure, like every day I had practice at 6 a.m., like everything we ate, everything, like our schedule, our classes were picked out for us. All this stuff um, was done for me. Like I never really had to make decisions. I mean, I had to make decisions on my own, but for the most part, like I literally was walked through everything. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden it just stops and you don't have that anymore. Mm. It's just kind of a weird transition. Um, and I think that's probably why I went straight into grad school because mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it was like comfortable, safe, bad. I was like, you know, I'm pretty good at school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why I went straight to grad school. Yeah. yeah I think, uh, similar to you having like the structure of a, of a collegiate sport and then mm-hmm. having to study and, you know, obviously trying to get into, you know, post-secondary education education stuff it's like mm-hmm. and then going from that from college i like going straight into medical school mm-hmm. I, I if i had taken a like a year or two off like some of my friends did mm-hmm. i would have been like 
it would have been probably really good for me. Yeah. But it, it still would have been so difficult mm-hmm. just because it wasn't linear. Right. Like it wasn't like as structured as I needed it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now instead of, instead of this every year, you're getting closer to something, you kind of see progress. There's something, um, five, four or five years out or something. Now you're put in a situation where it's, Hey, you're, you're going to, you know, you graduate college, 22, 23. Hey, good luck. You're, you're going to enter this 40 year journey until you retire and get social security. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, yeah, it's intense. It, it's crazy. Um, I also think that one of the biggest things that, that I've seen has been the, the complete difference in community. Mm-hmm. Where in college you have dorms or the sports teams or the classes and parties and the, you know, Hey, I've got, I've got people that are experiencing life with me in such a high frequency mm-hmm. and so much of my life. And then you graduate and then, you know, you, you have acquaintances. Yeah. You're like, Hey, what's up? Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I got to go back to my life. You go back to your life and you're like, yep. Whoa, okay. Like, so I'm doing this by myself. Like mm-hmm. I felt like there was a lot of, and, and, and even in, certain circles in college where people are like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to like, why don't we meet for coffee? I'm going to ask you about your life. I'm going to help take care. You know, I'm going to help like mentor you. And then once you graduate, there's like yeah. nothing, you know, you got to go fight for it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so. I moved to Columbus and I didn't know anyone besides wow. Spencer. It was very isolating because he would travel for work all the time and I would just be alone. Oh my goodness. And it was a little miserable, but, um, we got through it. Cat, mm-hmm. more of a relationship question with Spencer. Have you had any challenging seasons with Spencer? Have you had any challenging seasons with Spencer? Yeah. That's Spencer, if you've got any, call in, please. <laughs> I know you're on that flight delay. Uh, <laughs> no, we know you're not on the No, he got on a new flight. Yeah. It's fine. You, uh, you don't have to, I mean, you don't have to air your dirty laundry. You yeah, know, I think so. I don't, I don't yeah. want to do that to him. Yeah, yeah body, Spencer. <laughs> about marriage that you're like excited for and or like scared for like how are you feeling about that um i'm excited for sure um i'm excited to see what what our life looks like together we make a really good team and i've said that so many times but i think i never really knew what that meant until we've had to work through some stuff and i was like we're we're a good team like yeah so can you give us an example of like a team situation? Like what? Do you, like what do you mean? So, for example, during this whole wedding process, I have learned like Grace is the um, creativity, like beauty, vision, like can see things really, really well, and like she has the ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm the execution. She tells me what she wants. Yo, girl, I got you. <laughs> right? And that's not her strong suit. Like, she kind of gets overwhelmed a little bit by that. And for me, for example, I don't know. Like, for my bedroom, I've been a hobo the past four years, living it wherever I can, people's basements, whatever. Like, buddying up with somebody, paying $300 for rent, something. But I don't know how to decorate. Like, the only things I have on my wall are things that are painted for me. You know, or, <laughs> it's the second time I've almost fallen out of that chair. Hey, audience, please get us a new uh, sick leather. <laughs> You're right. You are. You do get hot down here. Yeah, sweating now. So, like things like that. Um, like in terms of wedding planning. 
anything in general. We'll talk about wedding planning since it's a hot topic. Um, <laughs> wedding planning is so hot right now. <laughs> we just used the word hot like four times in the past. No, but like, I was, that was a throwback to uh, you know the movie. Hansel is so hot right now. Oh, keep going. I'm sorry. I've been a little distracted. It's all right. We got things going on. I'm falling out of the chair. The microphones are like hanging There's out. Loose children upstairs. <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's that is one thing that I think um, as great as our sound quality has improved. I don't think we can stop the children from creating thunder above us. Well, that's all right. It adds character. Yeah. Joe Rogan doesn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> Get body, Joe Rogan. You need it. Next Remember? podcast, Joe Rogan, he's going to be like, yeah, so we built an upstairs and just hired a bunch of kids to run around. Is that, is that copyright infringement? We just use his name or something? I don't know. So, so you're planning weddings. You're planning a wedding. Sure. Sure. And um, you have, can you give me an example of a challenge that you've had? So, we haven't really, I mean, he, Spencer just knows, he knows what he likes, and I've honored that. Like, he wanted to wear a certain black tux. I said, sure, your day too, you can wear that. Like a style of lapel, or like? I don't know what it is. (laughs) Does he have, have like, like, does he have wings? Like, no. I don't think so, because I think I would shut that one up. Does he have wings? No. Um... But we, like, there were certain things, like, when we started wedding planning, we sat down and we're like, okay, these are our non-negotiables yep. of things that we really want. Yep. And, Which are? Um, so we wanted an open bar, like okay. a full open bar. We wanted um, to get married close to family. Okay. And what was the other one? I can't remember. That might have only been two. Yeah. But that was what it was. Family and alcohol. Family and alcohol. The <laughs> weekend party. So, um, and those were his two as well. Um, and that he he wanted to have a bachelor party and he wanted to go to Toronto. So he got that too. So. Damn. Yeah. What a bachelor party. Go see Drake. Yeah. Ew. So. Eve. Drake. What? Yeah. I would. I'm gonna have to agree with Luke. <laughs> we'll talk more about that later. We're gonna take part. <laughs> but I don't think I answered your question, Char. Do whatever you want. <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> um. So, what's your favorite uh, food? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking this is I'm, not the two minute okay. drills. Yeah. Let's, let's hit on big topic questions. Okay, big topic okay. questions. We hit that I can refer back to my notes section. I made notes on my phone. Yes. Oh yeah. What do you want to talk about? Um. Okay. So favorite movie. I said I don't like movies. Um. David, I did have a question about your second one. Yeah. Book yeah. you've given most as a gift. Yeah. Do you like to read? I do like to read, but okay. I don't think I've ever given a book as a gift. Really. Yeah. That's very interesting. Because she's normal. You've never been like, hey, you should read this. Well, I feel like books are kind of personal preference. Like, uh, you could obviously... Whoa! I'm going to have to get out of this chair. (laughs) (sighs) Um, I feel like books are kind of personal. You know what I mean? Like, you can recommend them. But, like, if someone gave me a book, I'd be like... What are you trying to tell me here? A non-fiction book reader? Or are you, like... Read the fiction. Um, Grace is reading, read the series that's like... She watches Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Of course she reads fiction. No, I do not read fiction. Oh, like the, body Like food. Colleen Hoover, I tried to get into those. Couldn't get into them. I don't even so know what, what do you uh, what do you read now? So I read a lot of public health books. Oh, gosh. 
What a nerd. Yeah. Um, do you wow, read? you ended up liking public health. I I love public health. Wow. Yeah. Good for Maddie G. I know, right? Top G. He picked he picked a good one for me. <laughs> okay, so we can bypass the 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 books as a gift. I mean, do you like do you read like um, spiritual books or like self help books or like strictly public health? Just public health. No, yeah. like you know, hey, here's a. I did read a CrossFit book the other last trip I was on. Would you read HWPO Matt Fraser? No, I read um, Supple Leopard. Catherine David Sutter book. David Sutter book. Oh yeah, was it any good? Nope. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was kind of bland. <laughs> like. Like her. Like it just it didn't really have like any yeah. like adverse. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but no, you can say that. Just didn't really. She just didn't really have a unique story. Yeah. What about her grandma dying and then her writing her initials on her her shoes and won the first CrossFit Games and honored it for her grandma and the adversity she went through for that. Should not talk about this stuff. I don't even know that. No, Catherine hired me to be your publisher or something. She <laughs> did, she did, but I don't know. She's just not one no. of my favorites. Should, like, would you like, <laughs> should we jump in and talk about my question that I want to talk about? No, no. I, I think we talk about so public health because you're passionate about public health. Yes. Right. So we got we're so talk to us about what do you like about public health? What do you like? You passionate or. You can talk about that other question that I was asked about when five years. Oh gosh, I hate that question. Hate okay, that question. Mm-hmm. can we? Can we? I don't think we've we've established that Cat works in public health, but we haven't established like what she actually does right yeah. now. She... We might have to cut parts of it out. I can talk about it, but parts of it might have to be cut out. Okay. I'm an outreach coordinator, so what I get to do is when I got hired for the job, I sat down with the medical director, and she said, "Okay, what do you want to make this?" So I kind of got to do what I want, um, and I've been able to do a lot of um, specific things for people under 18, because there's other aid service organizations in Columbus, um, but they won't do anything with youth. So that's been like my big focus has been trying to do more prevention um, and advocacy from the patient level and also from the provider level about HIV prevention. So, so what do you like about your job? Um, I like the people that I work with. Um, I like the idea or the concept that I have a lot of freedom to do what I want to do, um, with the job. It's pretty open-ended. Um, so we, when I got hired, we sat down and we built like a a one-year plan, a five-year plan, all the fun things that we want to do. How do you advocate for people? What do you mean? Like you said, uh, there's part of it that's like you... <laughs> I almost said something really bad. <laughs> what were you going to say? Your job we description can... is like advocacy, right? Yes, kind of. Like, what does that look like in your job? Well, um... We work to, like, provide services to those who wouldn't be able to get them otherwise. Mm. Through, like, funding, different programs, resources. Because um, HIV, I don't know how much you all know about HIV. David thought it was HPV. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, HPV is pelvic cancer that kind of you're in the right area Dang right it. ballpark I said it so confidently too <laughs> what, what is uh, HIV 
<laughs> Do you know anything? Do you know what it stands for? Um, it's a STI. Yes. I actually called it STD earlier, but then I was incredibly corrected. <laughs> which, <laughs> bro, like, I mean, they, they told me that in seventh grade. And well, that was true, because when we were probably taught that, that's, like, what the terminology was. Yeah. Wh- why did it change? Because disease made it seem, like, more... Nefarious. Like, like gross and stigmatizing. stigmatizing and gross? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us about it, Kat. Do you know what it stands for? No. Do you know what it stands for? Mm, no. Not at all. Don't look at me. I know, I... I know what you know what it stands for. <laughs> it stands for human immunodeficiency virus. Okay. How old were you in the 80s? I was born in 85. Okay, so I didn't know if you would know anything about, like, when the epidemic was first happening. Mm. That's probably the coolest part about it. Oh, my gosh. Audience, we're bringing back the Get Learned segment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hit it. Hit it. Oh, gosh. I didn't mean to re- recover something. No, this is incredible. Okay, so. <laughs> I want to preface this by saying I'm not a medical provider. I'm just well versed in HIV. Okay. So not not like uh, HIV, but like the history. Yeah, you're. I've been studying right. it for like five years. So right. I feel like I know it pretty no, well. Yeah, not personally. Personally, but so <laughs> HIV started in the eighties. Like it wasn't around. It was. Mm-mm. Well, it started like late seventies, but it didn't really come to public knowledge until about the eighties. Um, And at the time, if you got HIV, it was a death sentence. So you would get HIV and then it would turn into AIDS, which is acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. And that is um, where basically you don't have an immune system at all. So you could get like a cold and you would die from it because your body couldn't fight it off. So HIV is something you can track. Correct. Like, through sex? Yes. That's one way. One way? And so it's a blood, blood-borne, or, yeah. So you get this disease, HIV, sorry, infection. It's okay, we'll probably cut all this out. Anyway. No, no, we won't. Good. So then it basically attacks your immune system, so you don't have an immune system. And when you don't have an immune system, you get something called AIDS. Now, what's the difference in HIV and AIDS? I know you told me the difference. Like, so AIDS is like the most higher. advanced stage of HIV. So that's, um, so you have these cells in your body. Luke, Dr. Luke, jump in at any time. No, no, no. You're doing great. If you, you have these cells in your body called CD4 cells, and they're, they fight off infection. Okay. Mm. The HIV virus attacks those cells and kills them. Okay. So you, I think our normal range is like 800, right? Somewhere around there. I don't remember. I think it's like 800. Don't, don't, nobody like take that around with it. Pretend like it's. Pretend. So when you have an AIDS diagnosis, you have 200 and below. And you can't grow them back. So you can, but. If you're Magic Johnson. Well, you can take medication um, that can suppress your viral levels so you don't get um is that a bad thing to say no he had he did yes he did he did beat it he's like one of the only guys that beat it well he's living with it controlled he's taking medication okay so you can take medication now thanks to science 
where you can take a pill every day or get an injection. And um, if you were to get a test, like a like a HIV test, you would come back without having like a viral load, so you wouldn't be able to spread it. So you're, but what, I mean, what about it make, like, makes you passionate about it? Or is it just the way the job is structured? Like, hey, I could do this anywhere. I just like the freedom mm-hmm. and the people. Or, or is there something about the content that you said, man, no, I really? It's, it's definitely the content. Okay. Um, I like the aspect of like educating people about it. So, I, so I'm able to talk to people about like what reasons they could possibly be exposed to HIV. Okay. That's like one of my favorite things about it. Um, I also like the side of it, um, that I talked about the history of it a little bit and I encourage you to look into it. There's some really good documentaries on it. Um, but we're really close to finding like a cure to it or close. I don't know if we'll get there. It depends, but I think it's cool to see how far it's come. So like when it first happened, you got... HIV, you you died. That was that was it. Now there's medication you can take, where you get a shot every other month, and that's it. Wow. Which I think is so cool. And it just science continues to advance. There's medication you can take to prevent HIV. It's all kinds of cool stuff. So I think that's cool. Like the science behind it, and like knowing that it's changing and evolving, um, is kind of what keeps me going in it. Yeah. Audience, that was a fun sexual health one on one. That too, I guess. It's fun well, getting back to the get learn segment. We'll keep the show rolling. We gotta hit some pushing peeve. Peeve pushing. What's your pet peeves? Which pushing your peeves? Are we is Luke going first or are we? Let's have Luke Let, go Luke, first. Luke, you've been awfully quiet over there. <laughs> Not really. You said something about Drake that's kind of messed up. <laughs> Yeah, you got your microphone taken away for that. Uh, speaking of sexual stuff, uh, <laughs> most, his most recent concert, there was a floating little sperm making its way around the arena. At his Drake? At the Drake concert? Yes. How did they know it was a sperm? Why was uh, it a sperm? There's TikToks out there. Oh. What? You believe everything on TikTok? Um, well, I'll let you know in October when I go to his concert. Are you going to his concert in October? Yeah, I got rescheduled. No We're supposed to go. Wasn't it supposed to go? Yeah. So, I'll, audience, uh, stay tuned. I'll go live and I'll show you the flying sperm. uh, (laughs) Okay. Can I ask a question? uh, Do you like going to concerts, Kat? I do. I haven't been to a concert in a while, though. Okay. So, what is, like, a lot of money in your mind to buy for a ticket? Well, funny you should ask that because I almost jumped and bought some very expensive Taylor Swift tickets and Spencer had to snap me back to reality and be like you are not a Swifty like you just want to go because everyone else is going that's called teamwork (laughs) and I was like like, you're right like I don't need these tickets when you talk about very expensive ballpark Mm, two G's no they weren't that expensive they were like way up in the top though and they were like ugh $800 Eight hundred dollars yeah, for way up in the top for one bucks. ticket. I take it, and I'm not even a Swifty. Like, in fact, I've I've like hated on her. Okay, he was like, you can't, you cannot spend that much money on the ticket. So like, much, you're right, you're right like what's the what's concert that you're saying, man? This was like uh, an incredible concert. <laughs> Who's the person you would drop a G for for a ticket? It's mm, a good question. Billy Joel, I love him. No way. Yeah. 
that was probably my favorite concert ever. I saw Billy Joel in the PPG arena or um, out in Pittsburgh. Yeah. In, uh, in the ball field mm-hmm. with my brother. It was. Was this like a couple years ago? Yeah. Uh, I think I saw him. At, I saw him in there. Cincinnati. Yeah. It, it was, was so good. Incredible. It was, and that was one of the ones where I was like, oh my gosh. And, and, uh, yeah, me and my brother went, it was. Yeah, I went with my dad. Oh my gosh. It was so, beautiful. So good. Luke, what's been pushing your peeve this week? Uh, no, no backstory. No, nothing. Q-tips. Oh, I hate Q-tips. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I could go yep. on about Q-tips. See? <laughs> what the hell? That's funny that you say that. Q-tips. Are you crying? <laughs> well, they just... Oh, I don't like Q-tips. What either. is so wrong with Q-tips? Let me get... Let me advocate... Let me advocate for Q-tips. No. no. This is not your segment. This is my segment. I used Q-tips recently when I was detailing my car. It gets right in the nooks and crannies. Sometimes you got a little earwax. No. 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 Don't no. stick stuff in your ears. What am I supposed to do? Get the hose thing and suck it all up? Get the little tweezers. Get the little tweezers and pull it out. Don't don't stick a Q-tip in what, your ear. What if it's gooey? Ew. It's <laughs> gross. You just wait for it to harden. You know, audience, I don't, I don't have gooey no. earwax. Heck no. Absolutely not. No way. I knew people that had fair earwax. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to stick stuff in your ears. That's yeah. Isn't that the whole reason for Q-tips. I don't really know what they're I don't know what they're used for either. They're great They're marketed to like actually get in your ears. You're not supposed to stick stuff in your ears. I'm curious now. Audience, another poll is going out. Please. (laughs) But you know what's really gross? When you find just a Q-tip on the floor. Just a rogue no, just like, like and they're gross. When they turn and like they make that noise when they're up against I something. I don't put Q-tips can, in my can ears. Can I tell you guys a story? I don't even buy No, Q-tips. this is my pet peeve segment. It's about Q-tips. Okay. So there was this person I knew. Uh, she had never cleaned her ears. And I was like, what? You have never cleaned her ears? So... She gets a Q-tip. That's no. Puts it in her ear, and I mean an ungodly amount, an obscene amount of orange earwax came out of her ear, and I immediately wanted to throw up. What other tool could have done that in that quick of a time? She's not spending three hundred dollars to get it. I wonder how much she compacted next to her eardrum by doing that. There's probably as much as she pulled out. She probably stuck way more down. Yep, and now she can't hear because you told her to use a Q-tip. <laughs> That's fine. Per Google, it says cotton swabs or cotton buds are wands of cotton wrapped around a short rod made of wood, rolled paper, or plastic. They are most commonly used for ear cleaning, although this is not recommended by physicians. What am I supposed to use? You don't need anything. What? Someone figure this okay. out. Okay. <laughs> so, Q-tips here. You made no story, no lead up. Nope. And but look. Oh, I got it. It was an instant reaction. I know, right? <laughs> hey, uh, I have a question. Yes. Would it give you the ick if you walked into the bathroom and saw Spencer getting after it with a Q-tip? Yes. <laughs> I would be concerned. Would you light him on fire? I'd be concerned for his ear health. Thank you. <laughs> ear health. So it would give you the ick. Yeah. Wow. I would provide some gentle education and correction, <laughs> but I'd be like... She would be advocating for his ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she would be. No. Yeah, what, what are your pet peeves? So I tried to listen, do a little homework, if you will, um, to make sure I didn't repeat any. 
So first one's going to stem off the grocery store. Okay. Self-checkout. I hate self-checkout. You don't use it? No. <gasps> I do not use self-checkout. You don't? Why? It's user error, I know, for sure. But it yells at you. The thing is so loud. They're like, please see the attendant. <laughs> like, yeah. It is an overwhelming experience. I have a remedy for your uh, self-checkout. So instead, I just go to the, the, the normal checkout. Yeah. What if you got better at self-checking out? I, I don't even try. Spencer's a big self-checkouter. Like Huge he's always when we go to the grocery store, he always just beelines it to the self-checkout. And I'm like, no. it's it, it can be quicker and you don't have to wait in line. No. But this is what Sometimes happens. there are lines. Sometimes well, uh, I was just no, at no, Meyer no, no. today and there was a line. So for the what self-checkout. you have to do is there's two self-checkout areas, right? Yeah. Like there's normally one on one end and one on the other. People don't go and check the other end. Audience, if there's a line at one self-checkout end, just take a pixie on the other side. We're most likely free. But you know what's... In, everyone likes self-checkout nowadays. You yes. know, it's never a line this, when they check you out for you. There's never there's a line. someone working to check That's true. But I think the self-checkout is an overwhelming experience. Every time it's like, please see the attendant, the lights flashing, <laughs> you're waiting for them to walk over to you. You scan it, you put it in the bag. Please return the, <laughs> please return the item to the bagging area. And you're like, it's in the bagging area. You start skip yelling bagging, at it. Skip bagging. Oh, yeah. It's like, just, I don't, I don't Actually, like. scan it twice, void item, void item. Or you're like sitting there looking at your peppers and you're like. Well, I don't know what pepper these are. Are these these kind? These kind? You got to do the picture by lookup yeah. thing. And you're, yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing is just, I like to keep it old fashioned. The good old fashioned, they check you out. It's in and out. They never mess up. They know what they're doing. What, what you got to start doing is start memorizing the little codes. 4011. What's that? Bananas. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Avocados 4880. <laughs> you also can look at the sticker. Psychopath. Yeah. That's the only one I know. <laughs> He's like carrots 8844. Carrots. But only the organic. Yeah, organic carrots. That's the other thing too, is like sometimes like you pick up the organic vegetables and you're like, oh my gosh, I what is like? Oh, I, I rang this up as being regular, but it's actually organic. And I know you just stole ups. twenty cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just. I just like to stick with what I know. Okay, okay. Do you have any other pet peeves? Um, I wouldn't say it's a pet peeve, but well, then I, it doesn't belong here. Well, it could be. Oh, okay. I always travel with a steamer. Um, because I hate wrinkly clothes. Mm. Okay. So. That's one of my pet peeves. Wrinkly clothes? Wrinkly clothes. My mother would tear my brother apart when we were kids because the dude always had the wrinkliest clothes. <laughs> it's just the like... Wrinkliest? The is wrinkliest. That, is that a word? <laughs> I mean, as soon as my brother would come down, we're going to go out or whatever. If my mom saw wrinkles on his shirt, send him back up. <laughs> I would agree with your mother. Wow. Like, I... Always travel with a steamer everywhere because you travel, you put your things in the bag, they get all smushed. You have to have clean, like, wrinkle-free clothes. There's wrinkle spray. That works well, too. But that is one of my things. Like, when, like, 
if I have like a wrinkly shirt, I'm like, I can't wear it. I just throw it back on the laundry basket. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't get fixed. Like dog, get, get back in there. I'm not, I'm not, you could throw it and like when you, when you take a hot steamy shower, hang it up, you know, and give it a few flaps. Well, that's, that's a quick fix. Yeah. But it, it doesn't work as well. I love a good iron. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, steamer's more my speed, but. Hey, I think I don't even. Know. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. This shirt was on the floor, rolled up, like before you guys came over. Is it wrinkled? But it doesn't look wrinkly. Yeah, though. You know what? Maybe I just buy unwrinkled clothes. Maybe just fill it out well. Maybe I do fill it out well. <laughs> Maybe it can't be wrinkled. Uh, that you know, might be the buggy uh, man like me. <laughs> <a> buggy. <laughs> 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 that's the remedy don't wear loose clothes just wear really tight, tight clothes wear really tight fill it out clothes. so then you don't have to wear really out. tight clothes yeah. tight clothes yeah. only I love tight clothes interesting Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we going two minute drill or what? What else? What else? Yeah, think, two minute drill. Now you can ask her about it. What, what was it? Yeah, your favorite food. Yeah, you go first. And go. Um. Uh, what's your favorite food? Anything Mexican. Ooh, favorite Mexican fast food place. Fast food Mexican? Yeah. I don't have fast food Mexican. Do you place. like Taco Bell? Mm mm. What is your least favorite color? Mm, probably Don't yellow. Yellow? Yeah. Not a big yellow girly. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about Spencer? He's very patient. If you had a billboard or you put anything on it for the world to see, what would you put on it? Be kind. During your wedding, what thing do you think you'll cry at first? Or cry the most at? I'd probably wake up and cry. <laughs> Weddings get me. We went over this at dinner. <laughs> Celebrity crush. Oh, I've got one after this, but Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Favorite gift to give? Depends on the person. I like to do personal gifts. What is your favorite love language to give to people? Gift giving. Would you rather have an octopus stuck to your face? I hate this question. For the rest of your life. Or be naked in the desert? No. <laughs> Or constantly dribble urine throughout the day. What the hell? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the octopus. Oh. Yeah, at least you have a friend. What? What is the cat red workout? What do you mean? Like what I like to? When you have your crossword. Workout, um, I like machines and thrusters. What is wrong with you? Double unders. Some combination of that. Wait till Friday. Can't wait. What is Friday? It's the day after. Um, Today's Monday. Today's Monday. Okay. What is your death row meal? Mm, probably some chips and guac with some tacos and some graters, black raspberry chocolate chip, ice cream. Last question, anybody? Yeah. Um, if you had to commit a crime oh, gosh. and you would not be caught mm -hmm. and you would not have a guilty conscience about it. Mm -hmm. What would you do? I don't think I can answer that. Mm. I'd have to think about it for a while. Are you going to hurt somebody? I have no, I wouldn't hurt anyone. This is not a two-minute drill, but what, if you knew that I your next that. endeavor, you would fail. Yeah. What would you pick? What would you do anyways? If I knew, I would fail at it. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. If I knew, I would fail at it. 
shouldn't say like skydiving. No, I was going to try yeah. and say something deep, but now I'm like, I'm like climb Mount Everest. Um, they knew that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, maybe you just didn't get to the top. Maybe you just come out of that. Just a uh, yeah. Frostbite. Think about it. Another. I'm going to ponder that one. Yeah, ponder it. Kat, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And honestly, this is like a new chapter of the podcast life. And I'm looking at you through a window of a mic. I know. Like, audience, yeah. like, you won't believe the arms hanging out of this table. Like, <laughs> How many times like fell? Yeah. How many times fell? I, I do feel like, uh, so Kat, I do feel like, I see, well, not I do feel like, but most mornings I see you. Mm-hmm. And you um, are a friend of the gym mm-hmm. in that every time I think people see you, they say, oh man, my day is like pretty good. I get to see Aww. Kat at the gym, right? That's and awesome. so, and I do uh, think that the gym is better for getting to know you a little bit better. So I'm excited for you getting married. I'm excited for next chapter of your life. And be a party. Yeah. And so <laughs> I do apologize if any of the distraction of, you know, arms falling. Or, <laughs> you know. It was an experience. Like we said, the Joe Rogan podcast has none of this. I, exactly. I also learned something, too. I feel like as you were talking and as we were listening, I think you talked about, like, you being like your dad and not wanting to share some stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do think you're very, like, I don't know if the right word is introspective. Um, like, you've What's thought that, through, you've thought through a lot of stuff. I'm going to throw your up. You're the second person who didn't know what that was. That was the word. What, what does it mean? Like, you're, you're analytical. Oh, Thinking yeah. about inner stuff. Introspective. Yeah. You, you think about inner stuff, which I think is um, something I appreciate about you, because it's sort of, it's not a skill, eh. Maybe it's like an art, but it's something I feel like our generation is really horrible at. Like, yeah. We can't we can't dive deep and see some things that are going on in our life. Stupid Gen Zers. And I think you have them. Um, I've tried. <laughs> especially when you talk about stuff going on with uh, when you talked about some challenging seasons. So I appreciate you sharing that. But yeah. I wish you the best of luck with you and Spencer and yes. marriage. Because that's something else too, right? It's like we talked about. The chapters and seasons, school, whatever. Marriage is the same thing. It's like, hey, good luck. Now, you, now you're on this long haul for years. Decades. I know. So. Well, audience, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Do you have any ending notes? <laughs> Are we going to get a copyright thing? Probably. <laughs> what song is this? From the beginning? Oh, my gosh. Audience, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. Ha, 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 ha.